Alright, so Lola. My name is not Lola. <laughs> oh, you're LD. It's funny how you always want to say concentrate, concentrate. Are you still going to be Lola? Alright, so how was your week? It was fine. Monday was public holiday, so which is good. Public holiday. I mean, it how? was bad. We're celebrating June 12th. So that's like Lagos State holiday. Yeah. Right, it's not federal. So. I went to the office because no one told me it wasn't public holiday. In fact, drama number one, I went to the office all dressed up. I wasted my nice dress, got to the office. And they said, oh, there's no work today. Go back home. I'm like, cool. I said to call Lebu. He not pick up his phone. I was already getting angry. So on my way to see him, an Okada was coming. Like they were dri- The Okada was driving against traffic. And the Okada ran into me. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on? The Okada got stuck under my car. And my car is really low. Then last night... In fact... I don't even know. The whole thing was just very stressful. Because I was getting worried. I didn't know what was going to happen. The Okada guy was just... Worried about his own Okada. So he was trying to yank his... Okay, for those who are Nigerians, by the way. Okada is motorcycle. Yeah. So he was trying to yank the Okada from beneath my car. Last night is, ch- is coming after him. Because obviously he was driving against traffic. He manages to yank his Okada out, doesn't say sorry, runs away from Lasma. Lasma looks at me and says, sorry, like just like he, he jumps on his bike and... Yeah, he just jumps on his bike and he just gets on it. I mean, I think the crazy thing is because he was driving against traffic, I, I wouldn't say I wasn't concentrating, but obviously when you're driving, you're not expecting someone to just like come from the other direction. So, you know, it kind of just surprised me. So, like, so did, he, like did he jump on his bike and kept on... Yeah, going he just ag- left. Kept on going he, against traffic. Yeah, he kept going against traffic, which is right, um, Lasma. Lasma is like... Um, Lagos State traffic wardens. Yeah, exactly. It's funny how nobody probably knows what the full initials stand for. Last man, Lagos. This is very bad. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Lagos State. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're traffic wardens. Anyway, so I I continue driving and something from underneath my car is, you know, scratching. So you road. don't know if they ever caught the. I don't know if they caught him, but I mean, I'm just really happy in the sense that usually when an Okada hits you, it doesn't matter if it's your fault or their fault. You see Okada, other Okada drivers from hell surround your car, you know, and try and. Obviously, make this guy knew he was wrong. Yeah, so right? he knew he was wrong, exactly. So he just wanted to get away. That was get his, his bike and get going. Yeah, but sometimes, even when they are wrong, they still don't want to accept that they are wrong. Do you get what I'm So I think I was just really lucky. And maybe because there was last month there, like right there. So he just felt like. The drama wasn't worth it. But I mean, luckily I found this hawker who helped me. I stopped the hawker and asked him to look beneath my car and see what was happening. So he just helped me push it up. Actually, we've not we've not actually introduced the pod, so maybe we should uh let's do that. Okay, first of all, if you're not following us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and you haven't subscribed to our SoundCloud channel, you're behaving badly. Look for us, it's good bad gang. Welcome to our podcast where we talk about any and everything going on. We have the Good Bad Gang crew here. I'm LD. And beside me is. Sauce! The most annoying person in the world. Yep. But we'll me. get back to that. Alright, let's go. Mm-hmm. How was your day? My day? Not your week, your day, because I already know how your week went. Yeah, my day was good. Did some you know, chef boy hygiene in the kitchen. <sighs> Made some nice grub. That's how we do it. Yeah, let's stick with that. Stick with what? That you know, you made some nice girl by your chef. Yeah, I'm a chef. Yeah, chef. Chef, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to be beaten. You know, like parents beat their kids when they do something wrong. You need to be beaten. <laughs> what did I do wrong now? <laughs> Were you spanked as a child? Nope. 
Ah. Funny enough, this funny enough, like my parents always threatened to beat us, right? It's almost like, oh, we're gonna get caned, we should be caned. But you literally never really you know, like I remember on Twitter this week there were people just like you know, I guess there was one thread where it was like epic beatings and people were talking about all the kind of stuff that happened and how they got, you know, whooped upside the head mm-hmm. based on all sorts of funny stuff. But growing up there was always the threats of being beaten, but it never really never really materialized it was always threats i think what we feared the, mo- the most was the talking to right so what so what will happen is maybe you did something bad you broke something because we were hosting around the house mm. and your mom was like oh i'll tell your dad when he comes back mm-hmm. i'm like oh my goodness better. so what happens is that you know she tells him it's like okay nothing happens you think okay i'm out de- i'm out declare you know you go eat your dinner you take your shower you go to bed and you're sleeping and like three o'clock all of a sudden, somebody's tapping you. Yeah. <laughs> and say, so, s- follow me. That's that, you know, sleepy eye and everything. You, you walk into their bedroom. You know, he tells you to stand. He sits on the bed and he, he lectures you about your life and, you know, whether you want to become a pepper seller in life. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't change your ways, you're going to be on the streets. And t- t- honestly, sometimes you wish they would just whoop you and let you, <laughs> and let you just get over with, with the one hour where you're sleepy. And if you, if you, and you dare you not doze off during the during the talk, you will know that uh, that your world is about to change. I mean, like I never got beaten as a kid. I'm the only girl. I have two brothers, so my dad used to beat my brothers, but he never beat me. And uh, funny enough, his own beating was a very strange kind of beating. Like you used, he used just his two fingers, the index finger and the middle finger. How old were they? <laughs> Oh, they were under 10. This okay. was way before they entered secondary school. I feel like when we crossed in secondary school, my father just never beat them okay, anymore. Because I couldn't understand how two fingers was going to be effective. Yeah, it was just. I, I guess he was just thinking, I want to beat them, but I don't want you know, to beat mm. them too hard. But we never had like the whole koboko or anything. No belts. No belts. But like you, my dad used to do the whole talking thing. He'd sit us down and talk to us. And then we'd feel so horrible when he was done. But he never used to wake us up in the middle of the night though. Our own talking was when we were bright-eyed and shiny-faced. Mm. So he would talk to us and then you wouldn't even want to eat your dinner or your lunch or whatever yeah. it is. So you just suck to your room. Mm. Uh, but I remember there was a time like my mom slapped me. It's, it's kind of funny. I think because I was used to not being beaten. Mm. My mom slapping me was a very... So what is going on? So he shocked, <laughs> he shocked you. He, yes. shocked, he, shocked <laughs> your he kind life. of shocked me. Like, I'm like, look at this woman. Why is she touching me? You know, And then... In my young ways, I decided I was not going to speak to her. How old were you? I was probably under 10, because okay. I'm very sure I was in... By the time I was in boarding school, so definitely I can't remember, like, ever being touched after I got into secondary school. So she slapped me, and it said to vex for her. Of course, I could do all this shakara, because I was the only girl, daddy's pet. Mm. One day, my dad sat us down and said, Oh, yeah, tell your mother you love her. Mother, tell your daughter you love her. Mm. And that was the end. You know, we hugged it out. Mm. And since then... So my house is more of a talk or silent treatment yeah. kind of thing. The one that actually used to, the one that astounded me was I had a, uh, a schoolmate in primary school, and this guy used to come either first, second, or third. And if he came second, his father beat him like a thief. I don't get. So it's like it's like it was crazy. Everybody was like he came second, but he used to tremble if he don't get first. Like his father beats him. Like a thief for coming seconds at first. I have no clue what the guy used to do. I really like to know, but it's crazy. Like, well, I think sometimes Nigerian parents just take up, take yeah, their, like their frustration yeah, exactly, and everything on, on, the, on their kids. Like, 
everything that's wrong in their lives just descend on the kid under the guise of the kids misbehaving or like maybe you went to work and you know your boss misbehaved and you're just vexed the only person you can take it out on is a young child at home but <laughs> some i'm not saying they can't spank their kids but i think some of them overdo it and i've heard horrible stories you know fine there's the cane some people beat them with that eba stick omorogu really? i think that's what they call it i've never seen that before yeah so uh, uh, some people beat their children with omorogu and um, throwing shoes at them pepe these are the worst case scenarios i read all the stories about people putting pepe on like wounds that their children get so maybe you told your child when your child is going out to play be careful lo don't wound yourself then that child comes back with a wound you're not put that atarodo on it What's the point? Yeah, I haven't said I haven't said that before. No, I'd like this story is always in the news because like people are complaining, are people going overboard? But I don't like in other countries. It's a crime to even spank your kids. Yeah, so are you pro? Okay. Are you pro spanking or? I think I'm pro spanking, even yeah, though so, I never so, got so, spanked. So you beat your own kids. I see. See, I think there's a difference between I. I see some kids, and I think you need to be beaten. Right. Like some kids literally have no manners. I feel like the things that kids do today that I couldn't get away with as a child. And I wasn't even getting beaten, but it was the way I was brought up. You don't do this, you don't do that. Mm. Do you get what it's I'm saying? It was right? was, exactly, there was a level of fear. I'd be thinking, "Hey God, if my parents found out that I did this, they would beat me." I mean, I, I wasn't probably going to get beat, but there was that fear. But now kids nowadays are just all willy-nilly. I, I don't understand. Like sometimes I want to grab a kid and just shake that child. Like what is going on with you? Mm. But I don't want someone's mother to come out. But it's funny that in Nigeria, I think people still parent other people's kids. So actually, if a kid is misbehaving in public, another another parent can actually slap somebody no, else's child. No, I feel like that was back in the days. They, they don't still do that? I don't think they. Let me give you an example. I was in in my church. This was a couple of months ago, right? There was this lady. She has like three kids, and people have been coming that her kids are out of what's the, I don't know what's the word. I can't believe I cannot remember the word right now. But her kids were apparently rude and whatever. So her son used to go around like touching people, touching women's bums and everything. How old is the kid? This boy is like five. Mm-hmm. And so he did it to like one of my friends. And so she just tapped his hand like, you don't do that. Especially like, why would you go around tapping people? Even if it's a girl your age, you shouldn't be doing that. So he now went and told his mom. And I feel like his mom handled it. I would have handled it differently. Because mm-hmm. his mom comes and she starts shouting on my friend. Keep in mind that this woman is the same age. She's our age range. Just she's married already, you know, and she had kids. So she's screaming at her, "Don't touch my child! If my child does something to you, you come and report." Yada yada yada. You know she's and the child is there, mm-hmm. and that's why I think she handled it wrongly. Because now this child is gonna grow up thinking that yeah, you should know that your parents will always stick up for you. But he did something wrong. He deserved to be disciplined. But then his mom shouting on him in front of the person that he offended. It's kind of telling the boy that I didn't do anything wrong, number one. Number two, my mom is always going to have my back, no matter what. Like, even if I did the wrong thing. I mean, when we were kids, if we did something to an adult, your parents would at least make you apologize. You know, say sorry or something. There was no say sorry. It was more of a, don't you ever touch my kid again. It became a scene. Like, other older parents had to come and tell her like what's going on someone is trying to correct your child what he did was wrong you can't go around just touching people mm. and she's like yeah it's my child she just went on and on i just thought you know i guess, it was, it was, I guess these are changing a little bit so maybe 
the spanking culture, which is not such a bad thing, I guess, if like Nigerian parents aren't spanking their kids as I guess the whole uh, mentality of um, spear the rod and uh, spoil the child, right? Okay, my daily devotion today said train up the child the way you want it to grow. So you have to be careful. Some parents did not spank their kids, but they turned out all right. There are other ways to discipline your kids. You know, there are many ways. But as long as you're doing it in a way that you are okay with. Yeah, I think the whole issue is when you said you you use anger and all your frustrations. Your boss has called you Olodo at work. You know, <laughs> you know? So, you don't so, come back and say your child did something, but say you, 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 you Olodo. Olodo. Exactly. You know? That kind so, of thing. And the poor child is there watching. What did I do? Yeah, because it's just one the repercussions from his office. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes children know that they've done something wrong, and they probably know they deserve punishment. But sometimes punishment you not met at is even more than what they did right so So. you you just kind of have to as a parent yeah things happen but don't take out your frustration on your child the other day on was it linda cage there's a story about a man who beat his child to death really for stealing meat from the pot like this was like it ended up being an accident right i'm sure it was an accident but it just shows you all the frustration that he was pouring out from maybe you know like we said someone at so work what, what, or someone what happened him. did he like he was going to jail no, i funny. mean how did the child die is it did he hit him on the head what happened you know how nigerian stories just say man beats child to death so apparently he just kept beating the child and then he didn't realize that the child was unconscious it's probably hit him in the head or yeah something. exactly so they, they didn't go into details i know how sometimes when things are still being handled by the police, they don't release like everything. Right. Sometimes, or sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes. Well, that's a sad story. Yeah, so you just have to be careful. Just take it easy. Yeah. That's, that's yeah sometimes it looks like, you know, sometimes you see some kids, you say, yes, they deserve the beating, but, you know, I guess at the end of the day. I think one thing my dad used to say kids will always be kids. There are some things that kids will always do, breaking stuff. You know. Yeah, I don't think you ever. I don't think you ever beat a kid for yeah, breaking stuff. Yeah, there are things that they would always do. So you just, but if it's something that seriously needs a moral, um, something that is morally wrong, like a lesson needs to be taught. Yeah, exactly. Then that's a different scenario. Right. Thank you. Right. I also believe too, as as parents, you have to kind of gauge the temperament of each child. Mm. You know. I know, you know, the, there's the whole um, nurture versus um, ah, no way versus versus nurture versus the environment. Like okay. how much, how much does you get from just genetics? How much is it the environment influences you? But I believe every kid is different. You're born with something, so each parent has to know exactly how to um, raise each child. There's some child, yes. there's some children you need to be more stern with. There's some others that you know any little thing and they we you know go into a shell. So you kind of have to you know spend time understand your child and you know um, you know. So it's not a one size fits all. No, it's to a, discipline your kids is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, funny, funny enough, I bring into like, I love dogs. It's the same way with dogs, yeah. right? This for the dog. There's some dogs that you, you have to discipline them differently. There's some dogs if you're too harsh with them, they get all shy. Their tails hang. And some dogs, they do the same thing, and they're even more aggressive. So some, with some dogs, you have to be more stern, so that um, with some other dogs, you can, you know, 
be a little bit yes yeah, so it's less, very experienced seen as he has had many children in the form of dogs yeah so you have to be less aggressive with them so that you don't the dogs don't get so anyway somebody's gonna be like why are you comparing dogs to children but yeah eh, they're kind of like kids well okay. i guess because they call them furry babies i wanted to ask you a question but let's see so if your girlfriend went on vacation with her ex because they bought the ticket while they were still together <laughs> You have to repeat that. So let's say your girlfriend, right? You're dating Miss S, right? And then Miss S comes and says, Hi, so, so while I was dating Mr. Easy, we were meant to go on vacation together and we already bought our tickets. And I'm still gonna go. No, Alan, no. So when you go yeah, and you come back, you know, just go with him, right? <laughs> it's that simple. Thing is that it's not simple now. What's the what was the impetus? Well, she's probably thinking like she spent money on this ticket now and she doesn't want the ticket to waste. Yeah. You give her back the tickets. No, it's not important. I just, I just said she shouldn't go and I can't control that. So go on your vacation, go have fun, and you know, so you would break enjoy, up with enjoy her. the rest of your life. Wait, you would break up with her because she's going on vacation with her ex. Yeah, yeah, it's that, it's that simple. But my question is, Michael, let me flip it the other way. If you were the one. Who bought tickets already with your ex you guys broke up and now you know it's time to travel would you still go on that vacation i would change the date no the whole point of it is non-refundable you can't change the date that's the whole that's the whole scenario you have to you have to use that ticket to go on vacation so i have to go at that exact point in time that my ex is going yeah so that's that's the that's that's the problem so the question is what do you do you go on that vacation do you not go? That's the question. See, and this is just a very dicey. Because clearly, if it was you now, you just help me to pack my load and I won't come back to the house again. But you know, I'm, on one hand, I'm thinking about the money that I've spent to buy this ticket. Actually, in this time where ticket price is expensive. On the other hand, I feel like it's a bit insulting, though, to your current partner, you know, to be going on vacation with your ex. So. So, so are you going or you're not going? I don't like being put on the spot though. <laughs> um, I probably might not go though. I probably might not go. It will pay me, sha, and I'll probably never let my boyfriend hear the last of it. So I'll probably be like, what if what, what if you were single? What if I was single? Yeah. I just might go actually. So I mean, we don't have to do anything together now. Our itinerary doesn't have to be the same anymore, right? Right. We enter the plane, we land, you go your way, I go my way. Abby? But if you really broke up with somebody and there was less than pleasant situations, you actually... Yeah, okay. There are some people that break up, they literally don't want to ever say their face. They're going to say you want to go on vacation with a person. Let me see. So if it was, so pretty much, maybe it was a boyfriend who used to maybe, beat me maybe, or something. Maybe, yeah, he used to beat you, maybe, maybe he cheated on you, you know, and caught them. I guess that's a different... Okay, so this is if I was single, right? I guess that's a different thing. It all depends on how the breakup happened. If it was a mutual breakup, like, this relationship is not going anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Sure, we can get on the on the plane together. We probably won't even sit down beside each other because, you know, when you check in is when you check in. Do you get what I'm saying? You land, you go where you're going, I go where I'm going. So the next time I'll probably see you is when we're heading back, except we bump into each other like at some tourist spot or at the store. But if it was a bad breakup, then yeah, I'm probably not gonna go. I'll but you know, I guess my ass at home. Yeah, but I guess if you guys 
actually booked a vacation together so and maybe it's like at a resort so more than likely maybe you guys are in the same room right if you guys that's what you gotta book the tickets the same room the package and all maybe and maybe, that's different maybe, now. Maybe, if you, maybe, if you're adding hotel and all that and that's different i won't go what if it's just that we booked you know a ticket together because okay we're making a full story of it right tickets have been booked hotels have been booked everything has been booked the, the, whole, the whole point is that you were dating somebody you guys planned a vacation together you guys have bought tickets everything has been arranged Something happens, you guys break up. He's now your ex, and it's now time for you know, it's now time for that vacation. You have those tickets. You guys have made all those payments. What do you do? Honestly, I'm not even trying to be funny, but like I said, if it wasn't a bad breakup, I probably would just go. As for accommodation, we'll have to just sort out accommodation like differently. Hotels give refunds. Tickets might be non-refundable, but hotels will give refunds, and we can get our money back. You know, do our own thing. But if it's a bad breakup, I won't go. Please, just the ticket will waste. That's it. Obviously, if you have a boy, if I had a boyfriend, it would be a different topic altogether. I probably can't even broach the subject to my boyfriend because he'd probably be like, "Yeah, what's going on?" You know. That kind of thing. But what about that Canadian, um, that Canadian um, couple that broke up and what's the name of the guy? His name is Jordan Agzani. So this story broke in 2014. He had booked a ticket for him and his ex, and he booked it the year before. So meaning he booked the ticket in 2013, okay. while they were still together and happy. All right. They were meant to travel in 2014. Unfortunately, they broke up. Right, and this was like a trip around the world, right? Yes. And the guy is like, I'm not going to let my ticket and my money waste. So he decided that he was going to look for a girl who had the exact name with his girlfriend, Elizabeth Gallagher. I mean, what are the odds? You probably never find someone with my own exact name. So he put it on Reddit, he put it everywhere, he put yeah. it on social media, it became a sensation. A, yeah, I think it's a generic name enough, like in a place like Canada. Yeah, exactly. And he, he found someone, actually. I think he actually found people, then yeah, he now, like, selected who he wanted to go with. Yeah, and the person he happened to select had, had well, I don't know if she still has the boyfriend, but at, at that time, she had a boyfriend who apparently wasn't happy that she was going to go on vacation. Yeah, I, don't, I, 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 I don't blame him. Like, why... Even though I guess he recognized it, it's, it's been a lifelong dream for her to travel the world, I guess, and this is like being able to travel on the free time. But I'm not sure how cool I, you know, like I said before, I'm not sure how cool I am. I mean, the key thing is she's uh, traveling on a free time. She do not pay one cobble. Yeah, but uh, going on a trip with a stranger, another guy, you know, she said it wasn't thrilled, but she was like, you know, it's her dream, she wants to go. So already there's friction in there because you can tell he didn't really want her to go. And she's like, no, I, I got to go. So and apparently they're in a real serious relationship, about to have, about to buy a house together. They they both have a dog that they share. So it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, according to them, it's really serious. So um, even though people break up after buying homes together. So I guess... If they if they've broken up after the um after the trip, it wouldn't be very surprising anyway. But I really hope they didn't break up. It's just a trip, you know. If it was your girlfriend, would you let her go with the random stranger? No. Why? Why is she going on a trip <laughs> for free with a random stranger? <laughs> for free. For free. Around the world. Let us let us work and save. Uh, your eyes should not be tricking you so much that uh, you have to jump on every Osho free stuff. But you know, like he said, it's been a lifelong dream of hers. So that means he has been telling, she has been telling the guy now that she wants to travel, and the guy did not think it's good enough to save. 
I'm, I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty sure buying a house is expensive. Yeah, I guess so. But anyway, he let her go. And I, well, I'm really hopeful, and I hope that they are still together. But on the flip side, if it was you, would you go? What do you mean? If you had the ticket, right? Mm. With your ex. Right. You don't want the money to waste. Would you go? Yes, my, I had, I had, had end money. Yes, I'll go. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just remember that Swiss is a very selfish person. Because he will not allow his girl to go, but he will go. It's different. That, that's all. It's different because... That's all, that's all. It's different all because I'm a trustworthy person. Oh, and so why are you dating a girl that is not trustworthy? It's, as I said, like, it's not her that I don't trust. It's the guy that I... That I but she should trust the girl that you're going on the trip with. Yeah, like I said, I trust her. I just don't trust him. Okay, but I'm just saying, in, if it was your scenario, she, she, she should trust you, but of course. she shouldn't trust the girl that you're with. No, she, as long as she trusts me, we're fine. But what if she doesn't trust the girl that you're with? We used to. My, my trust is good enough for both of us. Okay. Um, you know what? We're not going to say anything. It's just double standards. I don't know. The, the only thing that, that gives me any pause. It's a double standard. The, the only thing that gives me pause is the fact that, based on our Nigerian scenario, we know getting a visa can be, can be is really hard. So I guess if you go through the rigmarole of getting a visa and you Especially know, if it's to Thailand. Yeah, I have no idea about well, getting but, getting a visa to Thailand with a green passport is difficult. I know this because I know a lot of people who have tried. You even have to go to NDLEA. I mean N D L E A. What was that? It has to do with drugs, drugs law law enforcement agency. But you mean Pan- Panadol and what? No, like cocaine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be more clear. You cannot be saying You know where you sniff. That, that that whole thing yeah so if you were going to a place like thailand you know for a nigerian it's really difficult so i can imagine that if your vacation was to somewhere like there you might think twice you know before forfeiting your vacation because if you're thinking about all the stress that you went through to get it then but it's pretty difficult even for other people to get visas into nigeria as i've heard they feel it's difficult and they feel it's expensive i don't think they actually think it's expensive as in money wise i think they think it's expensive based on what they are getting in return i disagree with that i think it's more in comparison to other places like they want to go somewhere else it costs them x dollars they want to come to nigeria it costs them x dollars and ours seems to be extremely you know, so here's why you would than, be happy to countries. pay a huge amount of money for a visa to a country that you think is really amazing do you get what i'm saying I feel like they're paying money to come to Nigeria. They're thinking, I'm paying all this money just to come to Nigeria. What is even in Nigeria? That's uh, how I see it. I don't think so. Yeah, well, that's how I see it. Because I know a British couple who they, they were coming to Nigeria for summer last year. And they got rejected once before they now got to the second time. Because the person at the embassy even said, what are you going there to do? Like, which stupid holiday are you going there for? Because even at our embassies, they don't even believe that people are coming to Nigeria for holidays. Which I can understand that a lot of Nigerians who come into the country come for business statistics show it too a lot of foreigners you mean yeah sorry a lot of foreigners sorry that was a lot of foreigners who come in come for business they're coming in for one conference or the other or something i mean you will hardly find someone who says i'm coming in because i want to go and see Ulumo rock so or i'm coming so in essentially for traffic to the country for tourist purposes if you look at statistics is maybe less than what 10 percent 
l- let's just be kind and we say 10 percent okay let's let's be kind and say 10 percent you get what i'm saying mm. everybody else is coming for one business function or the other or for some partnership because you come on holiday and they're gonna be looking at you funny i mean we saw you showed it to me the, the lady who tweeted the irish lady she lives in nigeria her sister is coming to nigeria for three months I spoke about how expensive it is and how her sister has spent two days trying to sort out paperwork. She hasn't even applied. She's paying 220 euros. To be fair, yes, it's it's expensive because 220 euros for three months. As I went, I renewed my British visa for two years. It was about the same price. When you think about it, I I, I didn't feel bad spending that money to, to renew my British visa. You know, because it's a country that you know for some people they want to go there so they probably don't mind spending an hour on the leg but for nigeria if we're being serious there's no electric there's no constant electricity you know there are issues up and down so i guess people are thinking i i, I don't want to be spending that much money to come to nigeria and i might be wrong yeah that, thank you thank you i think you're wrong about that real obvious if you've already said you want to come to nigeria tourist or whatever it is you've probably already done your research you've already googled whatever you whatever you come to see you've come to see I think they, I, I don't think they're thinking, oh, this is so much for where I want to see. A lot of people go to the remote parts of the world where there's virtually nothing there, and they go there for whatever kind of adventure they're seeking to find. But so, they're not getting so, the same type of adventure in Nigeria. I just, what everybody's own subjectivity of what is adventure or what they hope to see is different. So my, from my own point is this, they check everywhere else they want to go, and they check the prices of a Nigerian visa, and everything that it just cost more and they're saying why does it cost more than every other place i'm going to so sound like a broken so record their, so that is it but my think my belief is that they're wondering why it costs so much when there's not like i said only 10 percent come to this country so, for so, holiday so, and even that holiday says some people holidaying in nigeria is being in lagos going to the clubs going to the um going for lunches if, and dinners if the attitude like if the attitude is that it costs so much because then there's nothing in nigeria and those guys don't need to come to Nigeria, so I have no, I have, like I have no problem. I have no problem okay, with you that. know what? Yeah, those people don't need to come to Nigeria, but this girl, she's coming to Nigeria to visit her sister, but she has the feeling it's sorry. So it's not as if you know. So that's probably, pro- some, some of them probably don't need to come, but because they have family members here, they are coming and they're thinking, you know, because you give the example about how you would pay so much to go on some adventure. They're not coming for an adventure; they just want to visit family members. And I'm probably thinking, so what is in this country that I have to... By the way, me saying what is in this country, I'm trying to be in their own mind. Seeing as I'm very big on Nigerian tourism, I know there's a lot to see here. But I'm saying from their own perspective, we're talking about based on their perspective, not what we know now. I don't know how you're in their heads. Maybe because I did a private tour for two British people last year, so I know. I know white people too. I, so so I, know. I know white people and, too. And, and that was and the, I, that, that, I, I don't think they're looking at the fees as this is so expensive for the place that, um, that we're going to. So there's nothing here, so I should pay this much. I don't think so. I just think is they, they look at worldwide prices of visas or what should cost and nigeria is just way up there and i was wondering why is it so expensive like the woman the, the woman we're referring to the irish woman in nigeria whose sister she said uh, a visa to ireland costs 60 um the same tourist um visa costs 60 um, euros and now costs 220 she's wondering why does it cost so much like and that's about uh four times could it be that she's wondering why it amount. costs so much because we're not as 
too sure they are. No, it's just the price. Like I said, people go to the craziest places in the world where there's actually nothing. Their law is over nothing. There's some people that might want to come to Nigeria because they want to come to a place where they're going back to no light, no something, and just want to be in the wilderness or whatever reason. So I doubt it because, and this is another thing too, lots of people that come to Nigeria actually have a really good time when they come. So somebody like that that has a really good time when they come and they, they apply and they can say it costs a lot, they had a good time, but they say, man, this thing costs a lot. So I, 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 none of us are in their heads. But, no, you but, know what? I'm but talking I, but based but on I'm the pretty, people who came last I'm, year, I'm, which was why I said. So after, so after you took them on the tour and everything, and they thought, they thought, oh, this was still so much money for a place that offered nothing. Actually, their comments were that it was a pretty expensive country. And as in point blank, they're like, it's pretty expensive. And when you compare it to what you get in other countries, they don't get it. They weren't saying that the tourist attractions weren't great. They were just saying in terms of expense. I mean, like you're saying people who come end up having a really good time. But these people who come and end up having a really good time, did they come originally for tourism purposes or for business purposes? That's what I'm saying. It's different if you came for business. Then you end up having a good time. And you're like, oh, okay. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't even... You know, I don't even have proper, um, what's it called, information on this. But I don't even know if our business visa costs as much as our tourist visa. Oh, uh, this, this is why I think, as you said, this is expensive. Yes, that's the whole point we're saying. If we're just saying it's expensive. What we started arguing about just now is whether it's expensive because there's almost nothing to this. What is this that they're coming to that they're paying this much money? I'm just saying that they're looking at it on a scale. And saying why is Nigeria so expensive? It has nothing to do about um, uh, what's like. There's nothing in Nigeria for them to see, and that's my opinion anyway. As I said, none of us are in their heads, but I doubt people are looking at the person and saying, "Oh, this, that's Nigeria." One thing we definitely don't want them hearing about or coming to witness is like kidnappings and stuff. And I think this week we um, got the kingpin of, I guess that's what they call him, the kingpin of billionaire kidnapper um evans even the, the dude is actually world famous now because um on saturday dude was trending on twitter worldwide i think it's actually funny because he was they were trying to get i guess some few people who knows why we're trying to get the free evans evans is his name to trend actually i, I found out why right so they're trying to get free evans to trend then actually it started trending because people were actually rebelling against like the free Evans and people like calling people stupid and that actually got Evans to trend which is kind of ironic so but so why was it trending so people were saying free Evans because they didn't understand why Saraki got off free and Evans was going to go to jail they're like all of them are criminals just because one is in politics and one isn't in politics you know so people were being silly and just pretty much saying free Evans like what did he do he stole people's money we have politicians in power who are stealing people's money and getting off free I guess the Saraki thing really rubbed people the wrong way so that's just why okay. he was trending okay so, so some kind of false um, equivalent equivalency was yeah. being was being um, was being made mm-hmm. okay 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 that makes sense yeah yeah so what's Obviously, I don't. Yeah, he's a crook. Um, I guess he has made so much money from this uh, kidnapping business of his, spanning over seven years, if I remember um, right. And essentially, he has made billions. The final kidnapping that actually got him caught, the um, 
the guy they had in um, captivity actually have already paid a hundred million naira to to him for his release and he insisted on more and you know eventually obviously he's caught now i'm not even really interested in the kidnapping per se i'm really more interested in the people around him his wife his mother his father you know apparently he goes to the African church so, so i've seen all this time nobody knew that homeboy was a major kid pin like how do you how are you married to someone and not know the dude is a kidnapper and you know i don't know if you read uh, her story saying that she had no idea that he was a kidnapper that you know he never he never I kept call bullshit, but he, okay. that he never kept late hours he never she never saw any flashy lifestyle that she he used to read some 23 every day we all know tip spray you know so, so, so that's not any that's not, that's not anything um anything new but like really can you be married to someone and not know that the person is involved in illicit um, activities such as like being a major kidnapper where you've made millions of dollars kidnapping i don't think it's possible to be honest because even when you're dating someone if someone is spending like a lot of money on you you gotta ask like what do you do so but my boyfriend will not tell me that he's a he's a clerk but the point but the point is that she said she actually didn't get any money from him right so she's saying that there's no flashy lifestyle he said the most he did was um deposit forty thousand naira a month into her account and the biggest money she ever saw from him was two hundred thousand once when they went to listen to this or once when they went to live in south africa for two years Mm -hmm. so like you know so they lived in south africa for two years and she didn't for once think about how they were able to live there expenses were being taken care of i mean your husband look and you don't even have to be a kidnapper if your husband says we're going to if my husband says we're going to go and live in south africa for two years i will ask darling what is really going on why are we going to south africa how are we going to afford all this because if she's claiming that the guy was only sending 40k then she should be worried that if we're going to south africa which money are we going to use to survive like i feel like women sometimes we just turn a bland I, I think she meant you only gave her 40k into her account no that's that's the money. but like the call bullshit on her right part of it in the story was you know i get apparently the guy has houses in ghana also and she was like um because reports were already shown i think they have police has um evidence of this where he transferred 20 million naira to an account in um, ghana and which she was aware of but she said oh, the money was not for her the money was just for the house rent okay. and to fund the house in ghana okay so you tell me you, you you thought your husband was just an ordinary guy he didn't have that much money and he was just a you know humble guy going to church but he, he never questioned you how sorry, how I'm, does he have 20 million to, to, transfer, to transfer how do you have like two that. houses in ghana just when like that not, like him even if your husband is making money legitimately you have every you will know what he's doing even Don Corleone's wife knew that he was killing people as much as he tried to, you know, keep it from his family. Mm. So who, what, what do you mean by you did not know your husband? See, even if she did not know that, let's just imagine that she did not know that her husband was a kidnapper. She must have known he was doing something illegal. There is no way. I mean, like, there's this woman I, I, there's this woman I met. She said, you will always know that women just either turn a blind eye or they want to pretend like 
you know it's all good they'll never get caught because you cannot be sitting down and enjoying life you don't you claim not to know what your husband that you claim not to know what your husband is doing it's not that you don't know it's that you don't want to know because you know that it's something that you might not approve on but you're happy being about that life so you're not going to say anything you now come and be begging for mercy you know what's funny she's actually now blaming it on her, her father's second wife that her went, father or his father his father his father sorry his father's second wife that when he was young that um, his father's second wife told him to um, fetch a bucket of water right and then when he came to the room she was dressed in animal clothing waist down and had some like stones around her and asked him to drop the stones inside the water to see if they would sink <laughs> and after that she collected yeah. the bucket from him and sent him away that this him being a kidnapper all these things is that his um i like uh, how that, that his wife i like how his family, wife's um course or something i like how his family is just throwing um they are just throwing blame on everybody yeah. his father said it is his mother's fault that his mother never disciplined him properly and that even though they are not together he always used to warn his son that whatever business it is you're doing don't do anything illegal because apparently when his son went to visit him two years ago he asked his son what his son was doing and his son said the evans guy said he's into drugs and the father begged him that ah, drugs is not a good business to do get money legally even this so-called really? stepwife blamed evans mother that evans mother did not train him well that she used to spoil him that every time he's doing something bad she will support him now the wife is saying that is the stepmother Evan's mother, meanwhile, has disappeared. Nobody knows where she is. She closed down the shop where she used to sell stuff because apparently too many people were coming to visit, either to say sorry or just to laugh at her mm. and things like that. So even the woman that the father is blaming, she's nowhere to be found. I don't understand. So everybody's just blaming every other person. Mm. But the wife that sat in the house with him, oh, she knew. That's all. I, that that's my own take. There's no way she didn't know. But I, but. It's- I, I guess there could be a scenario though where you know the guy can build such a false narrative around him and you know like you said maybe what was he supposed to be a pair spare parts dealer and stuff and you just shield shield the woman away from because at least Somebody if, if, if you want to believe what what she wrote they were not really living a life of um luxury per se right because and, it, and he had girlfriends where maybe he was spending most of the money on the girlfriend and just giving her change but okay so he had a spec part dealership right and he had an actual of his physical office well she said she never <laughs> she never went to the office <laughs> you see can you can you see what i'm saying so your wife has never as a wife you never even said let me see this is my husband's office let, 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 let's be serious now. I'm, I'm just saying if, that even boyfriends have, and girlfriends have been to each other's office, even if it's that they stand at the at the entrance, even if they don't enter, do you get what I'm saying? They've been there. So you're telling me that you've been married to this man, you have children for him, and you never went to his office. Like, who are we trying to fool here? Yeah, I guess I guess it's a hard it's a hard sell to to say you, you you have no idea what your spouse is into i guess she should have, i'm not saying look eh, it's different if like you said he built a false narrative and there were things to back up his narrative maybe she has been to the so-called office she, maybe he had if he had a so-called office i would even say he was 
cleaning his money through that so-called office you know maybe he had an office she's been there she's seen accounts you know he's diverting money somewhere else I feel like if she had a stronger story, a more solid so, story. So, are you saying that you think she should also be charged? In America, like, would they call it Edin and Betting or what? Yeah, she could be an accomplice. She could be right? an exactly. In a way, she knows, she knew if she had any idea of the kidnapping. Right? And she didn't report and her she report husband. Her, yeah, she, she, I mean, you see, eh, she's probably doing down ass, ride or die, you know, that kind of thing. But the truth is, she probably knew. I'm sorry. Maybe right. she didn't want to know, right? It's more. That, but that's you know that's what I said in the beginning. She chose not to know. She knew her husband was doing something bad, and she just didn't want to know what it was. Mm. Well, but I don't know. Based on what I don't think she actually knew the extent or probably how much money was raised. Maybe in. I can agree with that. Right. I can somehow agree with that. That's possible. You know, your husband is doing something sketchy, but you don't know the extent to which. Mm. You know he's doing it. Yeah, that that that's an easier sell for me. Yeah, anyway, this guy, man, they need to train under the jail, not in jail, though, under the jail. And I realized that in the beginning, I mentioned Saraki, but for those who are Nigerian, Saraki is our Senate president. Who aren't Nigerian? They said who are not now. Who aren't? You say who are? Eh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. For those who are non-Nigerians, Saraki is the Senate president. And he had a case with the Code of Conduct Tribunal, also known as CCT, on false declaration of assets when he was first voted in. And they cleared him of all charges. Like, he's innocent. We all know he's not innocent, but according to CCT, he's innocent. Apparently, I, I didn't follow the case closely enough. So, apparently, EFCC like brought a very weak case. So, they. Apparently, they had no choice but to toss it out because it wasn't a strong case. So, you know, EFCC to face their business and be doing clapback on Twitter, where they're, where they're going up and down doing clapback, needing to concentrate on actually, you know, investigating the case, putting together evidence, getting credible witnesses, and so that they are able to, like, you know, successfully, without the worry of corruption, are they actually successfully um, trialed and convicted any high-profile uh, I don't know, since um, his uncle Buhari came into power, we've not really seen anybody that was thrown into jail for something. Yes. But then, anyway. not to dwell too much on this, I know you said EFCC had a wishy-washy person, or could it be that the person had been bought over to become wishy-washy? But I enjoy EFCC's clap back on Twitter. Man, it's like, <laughs> work, man. No, I enjoy it. It's actually really good. In fact, Simi recently clapped back, clapped back. And it was, would that be the correct English? Simi recently clapped back. Simi yes, is a Nigerian artist. She's famous for being in some sort of love triangle with Adekunle Gold and Faust the bad guy. And if you've heard Adekunle's Oriente, that song was written for her. Also, there's that famous Soja Go, Soja Come, Soja. Yeah, she's the one who did that. So Simi posted a video of herself walking and you know playing with her car keys and then someone wrote see me hold car key and she did trek i'm not understanding something is wrong and then see me because she had time that they wrote i for drive go where i park no vex <laughs> i mean that, re- that, that made me laugh because she's holding a car key so obviously she, she brought out her key because she's walking to where she parked her car and some troll is coming out to tell her that you know she's holding khaki and she's and then Nigerians are too ready to troll people. I have we, to say. we don't used to mind our business. That's just the fact of life. We don't mind our business. But anyway, I'm happy because sometimes Nigerians need a dose of humble pie. 
What is a, what is this um hallelujah challenge stuff? So, I really I mean because I've joined it, I'm quite excited about it. So this Nigerian um. But is, is the challenge not over yet? No, it's for the whole month. The whole month of uh, June. June. Yeah. Okay, so. so this Nigerian gospel singer Nathaniel Bassi, he started a challenge on Instagram. At twelve midnight every day, he goes live. And for one hour, he's literally re- leading praise and worship and prayers. So you can join if you want. He's not forcing anyone, but he said he was good. He just felt a leading in his spirit to do it for the month of June. And he didn't think that it was going to catch up from 10,000 people to 20,000 people and I, to 30. People and I like think watching the Insta live. Yeah, that joined him live. Like, okay. And then you see people commenting. Yeah. And I think he picked at 100k yesterday. Wow. And I mean, it's really, I, I didn't start from day mm. one, but I was seeing it everywhere. And I thought, you know what, let me see what this is about. And I joined it and it's been really good. Although some people have now turned it into a... You know they will do a screenshot of it and now put it on instagram to show that you know they attended and mm. whatnot so now there's a bit of chaos because some people are like now this um hallelujah challenge is turning to social who was who was there who was in there obviously but of course if you know why you're joining it now so, that's just so, so it's not about distinguishing the um or find out who the devils and witches are. <laughs> so if you don't wake up, hallelujah, we can no, now say nah. that this one uh-uh. is a devil. No, haba. Because he did something last month. It wasn't hallelujah challenge. That was, was another challenge. Obviously, I didn't join. It's all about you. It's what you want to do. But it's becoming really, it's, it's starting to cause fights. Because now some people are like, how can people who are deep in praise and worship and, um, you know, pray, have time? Because on Instagram, like, you can also comment as the person is doing whatever right. it is they're doing. So you see people writing, praise the Lord. So if you're in, so so in the spirit, how exactly. are you going to be typing exactly. and all that story? Exactly. So now some people are like, yeah, some people are just joining me to say that they just joined, you know, that kind. And because you have some stars also joining in. Band, Don Jazzy. How come this one blew up compared to the last? last month's challenge last month's challenge was tongues challenge speaking in tongues that many people yeah. <laughs> know how to speak but you know prison worship is so easy even for mm. people who don't pray it's enjoyable it's whatever you know that yeah. kind of thing so i mean i join it so I, like having like a concert at 12 midnight yes, every day exactly you know he's leading praise and worship and you can also see his people with him i know the funny thing is he's actually in america now he traveled to america two days ago okay but he's still doing it at 12 midnight nigerian time all right so what what um what state is he in? I can't, I don't know what state he said he was going to. Mm. Because I'll be honest, I never really used to follow him. I just started following him when he, this Hallelujah challenge, you uh, know. Started. I, I wonder how much his Instagram followers have spiked up. No, it's gone up because I think when he said he had like two hundred k, and now he's at four hundred k. And even CNN featured him yesterday. Mm. Yes, about how a Nigerian gospel singer has started like an internet uh, an Instagram sensation. That's really smart of him. Yeah, and because not everyone is on Instagram. Right. But people were joining Instagram just for this Hallelujah, hallelujah challenge. challenge right. And then he, I think he now realized, you know, not everyone's on Instagram, so I'm going to be streaming on Facebook too. So now he streams on Facebook Live. So mm. I don't even know how many people join Facebook Live. Mm. But if it's like the Instagram one, you know, it's gaining traction. Right. Does he have like a church or something? No, he's just a really famous gospel singer. I think he's the one who sang that Onisha Iyanu song. If yeah, exactly. So it's been really, I don't know, it's costing fights. And you know, you have them done jazzy joining into the band, Funky Akindele, all these Nigerian celebrities. And people are like, how are you people writing and commenting? 
when you should be i remember like my friend my friend said she doesn't even realize people are commenting because what she and her husband what they do is they tune in and then they drop the phone right you know and they're just standing so they're just listening so they're just listening so they didn't even know that people were even commenting Mm. and apparently also on instagram live if you don't want to see comments if you tap the phone the comments will be hidden right so you know people are like those people who are commenting are doing it on purpose so that people can see them (laughs) you know because you can see what they are writing oh i bless god oh this is fantastic yada 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 it's just but anyway i think it's really cool i didn't join from the beginning but i've done a couple and other times so, sleep so, so, so you're not a witch then I, i'm not a witch <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a witch you why don't you join to be honest like i i i heard about it but i never really i never really bothered to look what it really was about so i just i just saw a couple of hallelujah messages here yeah. and there so. and another thing is because people have been sending testimonies in okay. i know nigerians we we like miracle so I think that's another thing that spiked his. Uh, <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't like know, miracle? So I think people saw ah, people are joining this challenge and things are happening. You right. know, let me join. So maybe part of the comments are testimonies, right? No, during the actually, because I've noticed the comments is usually just maybe people writing the lyrics of the song that he's singing, uh, singing or right. whatever. He's the one who posts the comments as a post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So maybe today. He will now write, oh, it. someone sent me this, you know, it. that kind of thing. It. Exactly. So people read this and they're like, ah, let me join. You know, that that sort of thing. So, um, but of course, it's not, even he says it, it's not by force to join. It's something that if you want, you know, you're, you're yeah, really fine. This, this is just like the mannequin challenge. Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, if you want what, to do it, you do it. So I don't know why it's causing a fight now in, in the country about uh, yeah. someone even wrote on Bella Nigeria that I'll be happy the day that Nigeria is not trending for something religious. Everybody has to The guy started something on his own. He didn't right. ask anybody. I don't well, know. It's really smart. His profile has gone up and everything, so it's, uh, I, I don't know if he did it for his profile. Uh, shall, let's let's shall, just leave it. Ancillary benefits. <laughs> yeah, let's just like let's that. just leave it as that. So, okay. if you are interested in joining the Hallelujah Challenge, just tune in every day at twelve midnight right. Nigerian time. It's just an hour. What most people do is they set their alarm clocks right. and then wake up at like quarter to twelve. You know, and just right. especially for those who work. So that's that. So Joro, what we got for Joro pick of the week? The Joro pick of the week. As usual, someone sent an email to Joro. We don't know this person. We don't know anything about them. Joro is our Lagos love doctor. Exactly. Hi Joro, last week was my girlfriend's birthday. I bought her a cake and an iPad. That's what I can afford for now. This guy, she claims to be her friend, bought her an iPad also. Cake, makeup, and skincare products, and sewing machine. She's an aspiring tailor. She asked me to buy her a sewing machine, but I couldn't afford the one she wanted. Here's where the issue started. I was initially okay with these gifts, but I told her not to post them on Instagram. That was my condition for accepting them. She said okay for me to... She said, okay, for me to go on IG and see her posting his gifts, just beside mine. <laughs> mine had seven comments and 200 likes, while his had 36 comments and 1,000 likes. Yeah, didn't like her. <laughs> didn't, didn't like her comment, they do. Please continue. 
I thought to myself, why is my girlfriend publishing gifts from another guy when my family is following her and they know I can't afford this? I then got upset and told her to delete the post and return them. She said plain no. Jero, what do I do? I'm a good looking guy. I live in Ikoi. I have a bright future. I'm not her father. I don't like controlling girls. When I become a full staff, my pay will increase. But for now, I'm so pained and shocked at what material things can do to a woman. I'm learning daily. So, yeah. What, what was Jero's advice here? Jero just said, well, we don't know what Jero might yeah, have yeah, emailed what, what him. Jero's, but Jero what, just commented and wrote, oh, this poster's ego has been deflated. That's just it? Yeah. I feel like it's an ego thing, maybe, I guess. Okay, no, that's not that's not true. It's not nice that she posted up gifts of her boyfriend's her, her boyfriend's gift separately and then she posted the other guy's gift separately. If she wanted to show off her gifts, she just don't want lump picture of all her gifts together. Look, this 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 I don't I, I'm I don't know what the dude is doing man. Drop that chick like a hot sack of potatoes. <laughs> Drop that no, you know what? But he said he said something. He said she asked me to buy her a sewing machine, and I couldn't afford the one she wanted. Mayhaps he could have bought her the one that he could afford. The, the, the way the ah, girl, yes, I know. I said mayhaps. The, the the way the girl is, do you think she will accept it? I don't know. I don't what she do now that she has two iPad? What she doing with two iPad? <laughs> Maybe she will sell. One. I don't know. Maybe they can sell what I used to buy. The, uh, but actually, the other guy has already bought her the sewing machine, so I don't really know. Like, so to, me, to, me, to me, I don't. To, I, I won't talk to the other guy. The other guy might be the boyfriend. This guy <laughs> might be the side, um, the side bitch, and he's he's crying on he's crying on um, Instagram when he, when he's the side piece. He doesn't know he's the side piece yet. That's why she doesn't even say this. Mumu, that's come and delete. As you delete my boyfriend. Um, my boyfriend post saying, <laughs> uh, okay, then, wait, okay, wait. So, is the issue that she posted the pictures on Instagram or that she accepted the gifts? What was the I most, feel like what the, was paining him that <laughs> the guy more guy got, guy got more likes and comments? Exactly, so that's, so it's not even the issue of it was like, how come they're liking his own more than my own? Exactly, that's my point. So, I feel like I don't really know what the problem is. Is it that she accepted gifts from another person? Is it that the likes and the comments on the other person's gifts? Like, so that's why when you say that. Actually, his real problem is this, actually. <laughs> Let me tell you what his real problem is this. He says his family follows him. So if, so if his family sees all these things, say, so you have money to be buying iPad <laughs> and all sorts of gifts that you cannot send money for Chinedu to go to school. <laughs> So that's his only issue. Like, ah, just take everything down so that this people don't think I have more so money that he, than I have. So that means he doesn't have a problem with her accepting expensive gifts from another guy if we're going with that angle then. He's the side piece. <laughs> and I think he has accepted it that he's the side piece. Wait. That's it now. No. You guys, you know, he did not categorically say he has a problem with her accepting these gifts. He said all he told her was, don't put the picture up. That's what I'm saying now. Uh-huh. It's a side so, piece, and he's just, he's, he's just trying to do some kind of funny demands there. At least let me have small dignity. I know I'm the side piece. Can you just not spare me public disgrace? Because, because you have to remember, even the, he he posted his own first and posted 
they gather guys on. Mm. So two of them know each other's own and they know who, who is who. <laughs> who, who so it's just a matter what of... What if she uh, was just showing off her pictures now of her birthday gifts? You know how like sometimes girls on Valentine's Day, if they're not, they will put, if they get 20 Valentine's presents, they will post everything on Instagram for everybody to see how they were shiny on that. Yeah, if since he's uh, keenly aware of... The other that, friend. I'm pretty sure that one knows who this one is. This, this, girl, this girl needs to write a book. <laughs> You know, because the guy's not even ups- upset about he's this. Not kid. Upset, he's, exactly. he's just upset about likes and comments. Exactly. About how he looks on Instagram. Uh-huh. That he's looking bad or that he, I, I like how he now went to say, I live in Ikoi. As if telling us that he lives in Ikoi is meant to help raise his profile a little. And you like, I don't really get that. That's what he's trying to say is that you know what? Like like the sewing machine. He's saying that, he's saying that I could have bought her a sewing machine. I just couldn't afford the one. Maybe she wanted the um, industrial machine. And meanwhile, you can do the one with that you press with the leg. Hey, maybe you should have just bought her that one now. Yeah, you not accept, how do you know? You're not accept. Uh, if, if somebody buy you two iPads, wouldn't you tell one of them, because I have iPad already, you can keep it back. Meanwhile, the girl carried it too. And maybe one was iPad one, the other one was iPad no, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's the same. This kind of girl not accept anything less. <laughs> You keep saying this kind of girl as if you know her. Do you know her? Ah, this are this are the Lagos um Sharakika. What they call what is that um Karashika Karashika is a full Lagos man. Yeah, and leave. It's simple. Oh, the kid, you're being played. It's as in on the street, the guy is being played. Come on. I don't understand how it's even fine fine with the situation in the first place. Like why wait, is your wait, girlfriend wait, wait. taking so, gifts from other guys? Wait. That so, makes no so sense to me. If you have a girlfriend and it's her birthday, you should be the only guy that gives her um, birthday presents. If I'm buying iPad <laughs> and somebody else is buying her iPad, there's a problem. There's a problem. <laughs> It means she, is it everybody she's asking to give her iPad? No. Why do they just thought an iPad would be a nice gift to buy this girl? No, and they, come and buy a sewing machine. Essentially, the man is opening shop for how? What if you roll in a crowd that everybody has money, so everybody just buying you expensive gifts? We now, we now be vexing. I mean, that, that case, I'll just save my money now. <laughs> what if you want? So you don't need all this stuff. I'll keep my money if you love me. You say keep your money. You want um. <laughs> Go and invest in something rather than buy, buy me a second uh, iPad. Go and buy us house. Exactly. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Let's not judge this girl. We and that's a, but just a point of advice for all the fellas listening there. All these girls here are saying, this guy is my friend. That one is my friend. Uh, he's just a friend. I don't know if you get ahead. But she said she's just a friend. Bros. Your voice is horrible. Bros. Leave. So you don't think your girl should have friends, is what you're saying. You know what? That's a topic for another podcast, but we gotta leave right now. Yeah, yeah. It's so, time to go. Yeah, like I said, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Comment. Let us know what you're yeah, thinking. Good everything. Exactly. Let us know. You know, write what you think. And we'll see you guys same time next week. No side bitches. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This one for the realest girl. Yeah. Yeah. If your girl a look good and she never boring, then you know that you're really good vibe. And she cook your good food and she always caring, then you know that you're really good vibe. If your man didn't love you real good in a bed, then you know that you're really good vibe. And him I give you full satisfaction, my girl, then you know.